Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. Welcome to the Ben Ferguson show. There is a big matchup. Uh, Morrison against Carpenter that is drawing uh, a lot uh, of interest. These two contenders and the only contested Republican primary on the May County primary ballot. Uh, is something that's going to be very interesting to watch. Why? Because you have incumbent county commissioner, Brandon Morrison, going up against challenger, Jordan Carpenter. Uh, this is in a new district, a district that's been redesigned uh, because uh, we had a redistricting in Shelby County, and we got hammered um, in redistricting. The uh, This is uh, old district 13 is now basically turned into this new district four now democrats were able to grab basically an entire county commission seat away from republicans and redistricting uh, because uh, republicans got hosed on the county commission we talked about that yesterday uh, with brendan morrison and it didn't work out well for us we got hammered in redistricting they basically were able to grab an entire seat automatically without even having to have an election joining me now to talk about all of this uh, is the challenger, Jordan Carpenter. Jordan, I appreciate you coming on this morning. And I want to start with the mailer. Uh, there is a mailer that is out there uh, that we talked about a fair amount yesterday. You may have heard it. But on this mailer, Brandon Morrison is accusing you of going dirty, right? She says on her, on her, um, on her mailer, I don't believe in attack ads, but I must defend my record when I'm attacked and point out the facts. And then on the back, it says just the facts. Which candidate has voted Republican since 1996? Brandon Morrison. Which candidate voted in the Democratic primary in 2020? Jordan Carpenter. Um, You voted for a Democrat. Um, You are spawn of Satan now for doing that. And uh, I'm just going to condemn you for that right now. Uh, There you go. We've done that. I've said it's terrible. You voted for a Democrat. By the way, you can condemn me, too. I voted in the Democratic primary, I think, in 16 and maybe even in 20. I can't read. No, no, I did it. I did it in 20, not in 16. But I've done this before. Uh, It's part of Operation Chaos, where what you do is you have if you have a Republican primary that's undisputed, you try to go and hijack the Democratic primary by putting up the easiest candidate to beat in a general election. Everybody thought it was Bernie Sanders. Rush Limbaugh talked about this, many others. Uh, And granted, she's right. She's not lying. It says just the facts. You did vote in that Democratic primary in 2020. So have you voted in any other Democratic primaries? Are you a closet Democrat that has been voting all over the country in Democratic primaries and now all of a sudden you're a fake Republican? Uh. No. Uh, Good morning, Ben. And uh, no, I I haven't voted in any other Democratic primaries. Um, And in fact, I was I was proud to vote in that one. And I and I encouraged my friends to do the same. You know, one vote of mine um, wasn't going to do anything. But if we had had, you know, um, a slew of Republicans do the same thing, then it, it could have changed the outcome. And I was more than happy to put 
um, a general election matchup between Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump. And um, that's what I was going for. It actually almost worked in South Carolina in 2020. And I wish more people had gotten on board with the strategy. Um, Now, as far as Brandon Morrison voting Republican since 1996, that seems like a funny way to me to say you voted for Bill Clinton. But uh, I don't really know what happened there. Let me ask you, and I don't know. I'd have to ask her. I have no idea if she voted for Bill Clinton. If she's listening, uh, she can reach out to me and tell me if she did or did not vote for Bill Clinton in, in, before, in 94. Great question. I don't know. Uh, let's go back to her mailer, Just the Facts. Which candidate lives in Germantown? Neither. Both live in East Memphis. I'm not sure why that is a fact-fact thing here. Where do you live? Do you live in the district which you're running in? I live in the district. I live in East Memphis. Um, I've never claimed otherwise. Uh in fact, well, she's implying uh, that you've she, implied that you live in Germantown, that you lied to the yeah, voters and I you said you live in Germantown. Have you ever told the voters in Germantown that you live in Germantown? Never. I've, I've looked at a few houses in Germantown, but no, I've never I've never claimed to have lived there. All right. Let's move the next thing on her list. Just the facts. Which candidate is pushing for consolidation? Uh, she says neither candidate's pushing for consolidation. Um, it clearly saying that you are out there telling people that she pushed for consolidation have you been doing that uh, and if you have why well i've been pushing against consolidation for sure and i've made it an issue in this campaign because it matters to voters um, in germantown and memphis alike and uh republicans in shelby county are not necessarily united on this fact um but republicans in germantown are absolutely against consolidation and i'd say a a large percentage of Republicans in Memphis as well. But I, I think it's funny. I have this mailer in front of me because it sits in my house as well. And um, there are uh, sources for each of these claims until you get to this bullet. And um, I think it's interesting because Brandon Morrison has been for consolidation in the past. Uh, she told a commercial appeal last August that she's in- interested in exploring consolidation and would be inclined to sponsor the resolution with Democrats. And I've made it an issue in the campaign. And she doesn't say here that she doesn't support consolidation, but that she's not pushing it. And I think that's smart politically on her part, because if she were pushing it, the voters would (laughs) respond uh, mercilessly. And so I hear that from voters all across Germantown and Memphis. When I knock on doors and I talk to them, they say that is an issue for us. And so um, I would just submit that you got to look at the record Brandon Morrison's campaign manager is a guy named Brian Stevens. He's the chief architect of the consolidation movement here in Shelby County. Uh, She was endorsed by Jack Sammons, who the Commercial Appeal says is uh, one of the chief proponents of consolidation in Shelby County. So she's backed by people who push consolidation. Uh, In the past, she has gone on record in supporting it. And so I just asked voters to look at those facts. Uh, I, I was told by uh, people, and I asked, I make a lot of phone calls before we do these interviews, and I talked to the other uh, Republicans on the county commission. They told me that she did not vote against the consolidation study group when they were doing this with the county commission. They said, look, all of us did, right? So she was clearly willing to be on board with studying it. We all said absolutely no. Uh, and that's what I was told from people that she, you know, serves with on the county commission. Have you heard anything about that, or is that just inside baseball? Well, yeah, I mean, the chairman of the Shelby County Commission uh, formed an ad hoc committee and said 
every single commissioner would be on it and would take place in it, uh, take part in it. And so um, what happened is there are five Republicans, four of them, uh, the four that have endorsed me, said, we're not doing this. We're not even interested in talking about it. We're not interested in studying it. And actually, a couple of Democrats said that as well. And uh, Brandon Morrison enthusiastically said, yeah, I'll, I'll look at that and, and be interested in exploring it. Let's go back to the mailer. It says just the facts. And, and by the way, I, there are people that have said to me, well, I need to be as hard on you uh, as I was on Brandon Morrison. I wasn't hard on Brandon Morrison yesterday. I was, I was hard on her voting record. When you are an elected official, you have records of actually what you do, not what you say, but what you do. Um, you don't have a voting record, Jordan, on policy issues because you've never been an elected official. That's why I'm going to her mailer because I think that's fair. She's bringing up basically the reasons why she's better than you. That's why I'm going through this mailer so people understand because I don't have a voting record of yours to say, well, you voted this way, which contradicts what you say, which brings me to the, the, the other part uh, on her mailer. It says, which candidate is asking for your vote to continue to protect our community? And it says Brandon Morrison. Now, it doesn't say both of you. It doesn't say um, your name as well, uh, which implies that you are against protecting our community. So are you in favor of murder and rape uh, and robberies and home invasions and carjackings? Uh, Are you in favor of criminal activity, drugs, fentanyl, all of these things flowing the streets? Are you in favor of gang activity? Uh, in your district, because it's clear that she's saying just the facts. She's the only one that is asking for your vote to continue to protect our community. Are you saying if I vote for you, you're not going to protect the community? Uh, I'll go on record and say I'm not in favor of any of those things. And, um, you know, I think that reducing crime in our community has to be the number one priority for government at all levels. Um, You know, Shelby County has a bright future ahead, but Um, It's not going to be as bright if we can't get a handle on what's happening, if we can't make sure that people feel safe in their homes and when they go out uh, to spend money, when they go out to have a good time, if we can't make sure that those people feel safe um, in the suburbs and in the city of Memphis, then um, our future is not going to be as good as it could be. And so one reason that I'm running is because I'm raising my family here. I have four kids that um, that I want to I want them to call Shelby County home. I want them to, to grow up here and think, you know, this is a place where I can start a business or raise my own family. And the only way that we're going to do that is with leadership that makes uh, good decisions, that looks at the issues and, and looks forward and says, here's how we get from where we are to where we need to be. And that's why I'm running for Shelby County Commission. Let's talk about the Memphis mafia um, in, in Memphis politics. And uh, I don't think they're a big fan of mine. Uh, there's a Memphis mafia. There's certain business leaders uh, and, and elites in Memphis and former elected officials uh, that absolutely love pulling the strings and finding people that they can control on the county commission, city councils, and, and other areas. And they do a great job of finding candidates, backing them, getting them the big donations, and then owning them. Uh, are you who, who owns you? Who are the who are the, who are your big donors that are going to own you and tell you how to vote or what to vote on? Uh, because obviously you're younger, and I'm sure there has to be somebody that's backing you right now in the mafia, right in Memphis. So who are your big people that are supporting you? Um, 
Well, you know, my parents always used to say that I should remember uh, who I am and whose I am, right? That's, that's um, uh, kind of a, a thing to say as a Christian parent and remind you that you, I, I come from a, a good family of God-fearing people and that ultimately I belong to, to God himself. And so that's who I'm answering to, right? I, I play for an audience of one. And um, I'm, I maintain that both in my run here and, and as I serve on the county commission, because I don't have uh, the institutional backing that a lot of people have. I don't have the um, financial success that a lot of people have. I'm kind of on my way, right, and making sure that I'm building my career and, and making wise choices and paying down my student loans and um, doing all the things that uh, people in their 30s, young professionals do in order to make sure that their financial future looks good. And, um, you know, I'd say that I got a boost from uh, some local folks who believed in me and, and donated the, the maximum contributions, which isn't very much. It's $1,600 for this race. So I kind of had to build those relationships one at a time, but never did anybody say, hey, uh, I'm going to have your ear uh, and I'm going to have your vote um, in the future. Um, there are strings attached to this. But, yeah, I, I, I'm proud of the folks that I've built support with and that believe in me and believe in what um, I'm doing and, and the vision that I have for Shelby County. So I don't, I'm not owned by anybody. There's no one who uh, I'm looking to in the future who might tell me how to vote or what to vote for. And I think that voters in district four respect that and can see that because what, what informs my uh, decision-making and what will inform how I vote and the, the legislation that I sponsor is not uh, influence outside influence, it's the history of conservative principles that have um, been taught to me and learned by me for my entire life. You are obviously a newcomer. Uh, it is uh, usually unprecedented um, for a reason that people that serve together in the same party on a, on a governing body, school board, city council, county commission, etc., they usually support one another. And that's usually how it works, right? They usually support one another for re-election. All four Republicans uh, decided not to endorse Brandon Morrison. Many of them have told me it's because she's an unreliable vo uh, vote with a Republican. She seems to help Democrats more often than not. Uh, and the biggest thing, I think, for them was that she, she screwed up consolidation. I asked her about that yesterday, but it cost us an entire seat Um I mean, I mean, literally cost us an entire seat on the county commission uh, with her going with the Democrats. And she says, well, if all the Republicans just would have supported me, that wouldn't have happened. They didn't support her for a reason. Uh, it's their reason, not mine. Uh, but they said we didn't trust her to be in charge as a vice chair, uh, a chair, et cetera. So she held them hostage. We've now lost a seat, means the Democrats have even more power than before. And that seems to be the reason why all of you um, have step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business? Introducing the Godfather at ChapaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Uh, all these Republicans have endorsed you 
How did that? Uh, how did they explain it to you when they all came and said, "Hey, we want you to not only run, but we'll support you." Yeah, well, I'm. You know, it didn't really happen all at once. I uh, when I decided to run, I didn't have personal relationships with um, any of the other Republican commissioners except for Mick Wright, and he and I um, met a couple years ago and would text and 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 I followed his political career and and watched it a little bit. And as I had questions about how the county commission functioned in relation to how my county commissioner was voting on certain things, I would I would ask him this or that, but it wasn't like. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in and run for this or or do whatever. But as I decided and and prayed about and thought about how I might run as a challenger against someone who's fully entrenched in Memphis politics, you know, I knew that I would need some of that support. I knew that I didn't have huge uh, fundraising capabilities. I knew that I didn't have, uh, you know, this you know a shadow figure to to guide me along the way. And so I said, I think I'm going to have to really tap into the grassroots support that comes from being supported by reliable conservative voices, whoever that might be. And so um, as I talked to each of the commissioners individually via text or email or phone call or trying to have meetings and saying, look, you can trust me as a guy who um, I don't have to fake it here. I don't have, you know, I think a lot of Republican politicians say, I really want to be in politics, and uh, this is what I think the grassroots would like to hear. And so they kind of they kind of make themselves fit into that. I don't have to do that. I grew up in the grassroots. I grew up in a middle class family. The family business is joining the military, and I, you know I followed in those footsteps and and came into my own uh, in politics. And so as I decided to run for this seat and talk to them, ask them to trust me. It was incredible for me to um, to receive their endorsement. It, it honestly it was humbling because it's a huge responsibility. You know, I, at least three of these commissioners are going to have to work with whoever wins this seat. So it wasn't like it came without a price for them to say. I'm yeah, I mean, it's going to be look if she if she does win reelection, right? And usually incumbents do. So if she does win re-election, they are going to have to serve with her for four years and the entire time. It's going to be awkward because clearly they didn't want her to be there. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to speak to the social dynamics because who knows. But I, I do think that they had to count that cost, right? They had to say, look, it's worth it for us to step out and say, this is the guy we believe in. This is the guy we think is going to lead, help us lead Shelby County into the future. Let's talk about what you believe about small businesses. Um, yesterday, after my interview with Brandon, she did text me, and I want to read this. She says, anyone who insinuates that I want to hurt businesses, any business, clearly does not know who I am or what I stand for. That would be uh, a clear lie. I care deeply about the people of this community, and it tried to make it better. And on his flyer, he clearly suggests I want to hurt small businesses. That is a lie. I wonder how many would get anything done without working with any Democrats. I guess that's what Jordan thinks he can do. Not possible. We will end up even worse uh, than we when we are than we are fighting now. So she says on your flyer, you insinuate that she's trying to hurt small businesses. She says that is a lie. What did you say on your flyer, and why did you put it out there? Well, I think she's wrong on the facts. I didn't claim that she wanted to hurt small businesses. I, I said that she did hurt small businesses. And that's just a fact. Um, you know, what what her intentions were 
with that resolution that allowed for punitive enforcement of health department measures during COVID, um, the COVID pandemic, it, her intentions do not matter. You know, the, I think that is what people get so tired of uh, with liberal politicians is they, they say, well, this is what we really want to do. And then they enact unwise and harmful legislation that ends up hurting people and businesses. And I think that's what she did. And whether or not she realized the, the real-life consequences of what she was voting for when she provided the ninth and deciding vote in December of 2020, that really is immaterial to the discussion. What happened is she said, hey, health department, yeah, you've overreached. She said yesterday it was an overreach, but then she allowed for punitive enforcement against small businesses. We've been losing restaurants here in Shelby County at a rate that is unsustainable. And so, the, you know, a chilling effect happened. So you say, well, a fine was never assessed. Okay, but people, including myself, I, I chose not to go to restaurants because I knew that it was going to be a pain in the butt to go in there, wear a mask until I get to my seat, right? I couldn't sit at the bar. I had to be uh, socially distanced. I went to a, a birthday party for my daughter where the folks at Cracker Barrel said that eight of my family members could not sit at the same table. So we had a so-called birthday party with my own family having to sit at two different tables because of this ordinance. And dude, so I, dude, my dad and I I, I, I talked about this on the radio. We could cook barbecue at my own barbecue restaurant, but then if we want to eat lunch together, we by by the by the ordinance, we would have to sit at separate tables, even though we worked side by side all day long cooking barbecue. That is insane because he technically has a different address, right? Exactly. That's insane. And, and that's, it's totally insane. So it doesn't matter what she wanted to do or what she thinks she wanted to do. It's the same thing with her claiming that she's a fiscal conservative. Well, you can say that and you can intend that, but when you sponsor legislation to increase taxes, you are not fiscally conservative. I, I want to ask you uh, about um, consolidation. Uh, and, well, let me, let me rephrase that. I want to ask you about taxes in a moment. Uh, she's made it very clear on the show yesterday she's not in favor of, of new taxes uh, I did ask her um, yesterday about raising the wheel tax. She co she sponsored the bill with two Democratic commissioners. That's a fact that would raise the wheel tax to expand MATA. Um, she she also looked at taking other funds and expanding ten care. She wanted to expand that would be a tax increase. Uh, she sponsored and voted with the Democrats to fund the the regional transit system, despite lack of Republican support. That's another one point three million that would have been taken from discretionary spending grants uh, that are actually meant to be done by nonprofits. And I want to ask you, would you have voted in favor of those things, which are clearly raising taxes? We'll do that in a moment. 535-9732 is the number. Jordan Carpenter running uh, in this new uh, district for county commission. Many of you are going to have a vote in that. We'll continue this conversation coming up in just a moment on the Ben Ferguson Show. And coming up next hour, United States Senator Marsha Blackburn will join us. We're going to talk to her about what's going on at the border right now uh, and ask her about Sebastian Gorka's ideas. Should these people be held criminally responsible for supporting and aiding and abetting criminal activity? All that coming up next. Uh, Jordan, I want to talk about tax increases real quick. Uh, Brenda Morrison made it very clear yesterday she's not in favor of raising taxes. Uh, your mailer, you've accused her of raising taxes. You have, have been, as you've been going around saying, no, 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 she absolutely is in favor of raising taxes. She says, no, she's not. 
Uh, I want to get your reaction to that and your take on it. Well, that would be like me saying that I'm not in favor of having children and I have four children, right? Um, she sponsored a tax increase and she might wish that she could take that uh, initiative back, but she can't. It's in her record. And um, that's a very inconvenient truth for her. And yesterday on your show, she refused to answer that yes or no question several times. But yeah, she, she sponsored a tax increase. The reason that it was never brought to a vote is because the two most fiscally conservative Democrats said, we're not for a tax increase on our people. So it wasn't ever going to get the nine votes and it was sent back to committee. Um, but you know, if that measure had come uh, to a vote and had received eight votes from the Democrats, then it would have been the predictable pattern of all of the Democrats and Brandon Morrison voting for a tax increase. What on taxes? What is, what is your stance? And are you going to be a bait and switch and, and say I, I'm no new taxes? And sure enough, you get in there if you if you are elected and you start raising taxes. What is your stance on taxes? And again, I have to ask you a question this way. It's not as hard as the question sure. I asked Brandon because you don't have a voting record. Sure. Uh, you know, generally, I'm against tax increases. Generally, I'm, a, I'm for lower taxes. I think that uh, we've all, all Republicans learned something from George H.W. Bush, right, who, who said, read my lips, no new taxes, and then felt like he had to do it. I, I, I don't know that uh, I would ever feel like I had to, but local government uh, does sometimes require com- compromise. That's not a bad thing. Right. Um, Brandon Morrison has tried to paint me as someone who's not willing to work with other people and, and not willing to, to work in a bipartisan fashion. Local government is, by its very nature, bipartisan in almost all instances, because taking care of roads and bridges, funding the uh, uh, sheriff's office and the election commission and all these other things, those are not partisan activities. And so you have to vote with the Democrats. You have to make sure that the funding matches the revenue and that all of these things that you have a duty to fund and oversee and advocate for are taken care of. So, no, I'm not going to say I would never vote for a nominal tax increase uh, if if the right, let me give you a scenario. Let me give you a scenario. Okay, if the county commission said, all right, we're going to have uh, a tax increase, sales tax, whatever it is, and 100% of the proceeds went to funding police so that we could have maximum police or Shelby County Sheriff's presence in Shelby County. Is that a tax increase that you would look at? That's something that I would uh, definitely be open to. I would gauge the uh, feelings of my constituents. I would look to my Republican colleagues to see, hey, is this something that we can stand firm on and support and give a huge, you know, uh, vocal backing to, and that we're not going to back away from two or three years down the road. That is absolutely something I would be in favor of looking at. And uh, based on the feedback I got from my constituents, my Republican colleagues, the local Republican Party, then sure, I'd look at that. I, I was, by the way, I, I supported the tax increase uh, that we had in Memphis that w- went to the pensions for fire and police, so that we could retain fire and police, for example. Uh, didn't get hit by by Republicans on that because people were sick and tired of living in an extremely dangerous city and county. The most dangerous city in America yeah. is Memphis, Tennessee right now. And I support that because there were checks and balances there that the money had to go to them, fire police, and not to any other government BS pork barrel project. That's why I bring up that example because that's one where I was sitting there going, dude, I'm in favor of this. If I can, if I can isolate that money 
and it means that my I have a, a less likely chance of being shot in Memphis or carjacked while pumping gas, I'm totally in favor of it. If we have a retention problem, which we know we have with police, then I'm in favor of trying to fix that. I'm also in favor of, you know, spending way more money on police and fire. And if I got to compromise with Democrats on that, I would do it. Last question for you. Uh, Brandon Moore says that your voting record is sketchy and and you've missed a lot of votes. She has not. You have. Um, Why did you miss votes in, in different election cycles? Well, one, I've, I've never missed uh, a vote that I was eligible for, actually. Um, we've talked about the Operation Chaos vote in 2020. Uh, I stand by that and, and will defend it to my dying day. The only other uh, primary election that I've ever missed was in 2016 when I got my first job at a law firm in Chattanooga, and I moved my family from Knox County to Hamilton County, and the Tennessee uh, – State requirements say that you have to have lived somewhere for 30 days or be registered for 30 days before the election. And I hadn't met that residency requirement in Hamilton County. But I have I voted absentee when I was deployed to Afghanistan. I voted absentee when I was stationed at Fort Bragg, North Carolina. I, I voted for Republicans in Vermont, in Alabama and across the state of Tennessee. I've lived in Shelby, Fayette, Knox, and Hamilton counties, and I voted Republican um, in all of those counties going back, uh, I, I don't know, I'm 35, so 17 years now. And so it's, it's interesting to me. She said, well, we can't find a voting record for him uh, past 2017. Well, look, I grew up in a military family, and I was in the military and, and uh, attended schools all over the country. I think that's what makes me a well-rounded individual. And so, yeah, you're going to have to look at the counties um, in those different states and those different locations and realize that I haven't been stuck in the same place for my whole life. I'm a well-traveled guy, and I voted all over the place. All right. Fair enough. I appreciate your time, Jordan Carpenter. Uh, You guys' election coming up this week, and uh, it's going to be a very interesting one to watch. Thanks for coming on this morning. We appreciate your time. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.